0: Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of...
1: John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargham, a female, human, rogue. Tom Benson, I play Zandro a male wood elf
0: ranger.
2: Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian.
0: Let us adventure on. As the camera
2: pans out, we see the group heading back across the desert towards Demathos. The camera pans out further, and we see over the southeast portion of Enan, a thick fog-like substance is slowly consuming the land. Looking around, however, we see that there are still bright lights around Enan though they look to soon be overrun by the Shadow, especially Diablana, Crystaldale, the Orc Desert, and Pirate's Port. The darkness in Rangio seems to be diminishing, however, and although no one knows why, from our angle, it seems the road south is being overtaken by Shadow. As we move north, we see a dozen boats come ashore at Pirate's Port. Nearly a hundred sailors come full force onto the land, sweeping the demons aside and fortifying their position as the full armada of Admiral Defina Nalo comes into view on the horizon. Many more boats are being lowered and boarded as the dozen that landed start moving back off the coast. As one boat reaches the shore, a powerful elemental shockwave sweeps across the port, annihilating the remaining demons. Defina steps onto the field of battle. Looking around, she calls out, We take the land and reclaim our home! As the fleet cheers loudly, she whispers under her breath, And we claim the life of Martin.
0: After high sun passes, a dust cloud moves through the desert, from Crondo, heading towards Rangio. Our three adventurers, able to obtain horses, ride through the desert. The horses hold nothing back as they seem happy to frolic and run and stretch out their legs once again. Martin, determined to find someone able to use the weather control orb, if the Queen approves it, to utterly destroy Rangio, to annihilate all the demons and their way of coming into this world. Careful not to ride near the Forsaken City, they run more of a southerly course and ride into the Giving Forest, a thick menagerie of different trees found south of Rangio. You're coming to the edge of the desert Where you're about to merge into the forest And you know that you're getting close to Rangio You have to slow down Because this isn't easy traveling for the horses But they're still faster than you walking Everything is quiet in this area More than usual
2: I'm not going to say anything I just pull my trident out and keep moving forward
1: Anything you want to let
2: us in
0: on? I just shake my head no You're scanning ahead. You think you see things moving in the woods, but it is a little bit thick. And maybe because the sun, it's starting to become late, later in the afternoon. The shadows might just be playing tricks on your eyes. You're not 100% sure. Uh, I'll pull up on the reins, come to a stop. I'm not sure,
2: but I think I see something
1: up ahead. Uh, Are we going to leave the horses here and try to go up on it, or are we just going to take these horses in?
2: Uh, I mean, I've
0: never fought on horseback before probably a better idea to
1: dismount. I'm going to start looking around where, or I'm going to start looking up ahead.
0: Thick trees, it doesn't look like anything unusual. You can't sense anything at all. You, you sure?
1: I'm not positive,
2: but I'm sure enough that I think we should be cautious. I'll climb off the
3: horse, pull out my longbow, and just kind of scan the area.
0: Off to your right, you see movement. You hear a small twig crack as it seems something is running away from you.
3: I think they're running from us. I'll grab the reins of the horse and start moving forward, keeping an eye. I'll dismount as well. Alicia's gonna dismount.
0: You start moving through the woods with your horses, and it's starting to get darker, but you know time hasn't changed. Man, it's it's awful dark. Xandro, you hear another twig snap and whatever it was ran from right to left.
3: I wanna keep pushing forward and just kinda keep an eye to the left
0: to the left as you guys are walking forward you see something that seems to be like reddish but it looks cloth so it might be some kind of wardrobe somebody's wearing but you catch it as it goes behind a bigger tree
3: did y'all see that one
0: no i don't i don't see anything i think you guys are losing it no uh, it
3: was red
2: cloth
0: you hear a slight whimper it's hard to make out but you know it it sounds like somebody trying to muffle crying I'll start creeping that way. Martin, crouching low to the ground, moves forward,
1: trying to stay hidden. Leisha's going to kind of squat down, using the trees as cover. She's going to hop from shadow to shadow, find any dark spot or big objects she could use for cover, boulders maybe, some downed trees. Being very careful as she steps to not make any real sounds. Keeping an eye in front of her as she moves Quietly and swiftly.
3: Drop the reins. Knock an arrow. Move. Try and
1: circle around
3: to the right. Slipping from tree to tree. Trying to stay hidden.
0: It goes silent as you all start creeping up. You see about a 10 to 12 year old girl run from the back of the tree. And she starts heading away from it. Pick up the pace a little bit.
2: Trying to to follow her. But still trying to be stealthy.
1: I'm going to keep walking at my normal speed staying stealthy
2: i'm distrustful that this is not some either demon or ghost or something like that because it's just weird for a little girl to be this far out in the woods
0: you see a 10 to 12 year old brunette little girl wearing a red dress running away from you i'll say little girl we're We're not going to hurt you. She trips and falls right when you say that. And she takes a good tumble. As she turns around, she's crawling backwards with her hands, pushing with her feet. She goes, no, don't kill me like you killed my mom. Ah, pulling on the heartstrings, dude. Don't, 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 don't kill me. I
1: I, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Alicia is going to get within about 15 feet of her, still hiding in the shadows. And she's just going to stop, squat down, pull out her daggers because, again, she's not trusting this.
0: So Alicia sneaks up and is still being stealthy and it doesn't seem like that little girl sees you. She's looking actually straight at Martin. Martin, she's got a beat on him. Martin, you're coming closer to her.
2: Set my trident on the ground just to my right. I'm not moving forward or away from it or anything. I'm just setting it down and I'll hold up, well, my hands, but my hand and say, it's okay. We're not going to hurt you. My name is Martin. What's your name?
0: It's Hannah it's Annabelle.
2: You're gonna be okay. No, where are you from?
0: No, my my mom died. We were we were hiding in a cave down by the river, and and they found us.
2: Where's your mother now?
0: They 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 were attacking her in the cave. I ran. I got I got around and away, and, and I don't think they saw me, but, but I know they know I was there. My my brothers and my sisters are just. <laughs> How long
2: ago was this?
0: No, no. You do know that there are streams, creeks and a couple of rivers that are not mapped out that flow through the woods here. Her dress is tattered, a little ripped. Um, Her hair is disheveled, but she was living out of a cave. I don't know how you're gonna what you want to do to try to put any of that together but this is what you see is this little girl scared. She's, she stopped crawling backwards now a little bit. She doesn't know what to do. I think she She's accepting the fact that if you are there to kill her, there's nothing she's going to be able to do about it. But she's still crying very hard. She talks about, like I said, the demons killed her mom in the cave, her brothers and sisters. She just looks genuinely scared. But her facial expressions, you could see she doesn't know what to make of you. Can I listen to see if I uh, hear a river? You've done some scouting in this area, Sandra You've been up here in your little quote-unquote walkabouts you do know there's a couple of streams and and uh there is one not you wouldn't call it a river but it's deeper than a stream would probably be that goes to the area and you do know there's been when you were hunting there were caves in those areas you assumed most of those caves are probably bears or other predators you never really did inspect them they are about half a day's walk it, to the little girl it's probably a half a day's walk for the rest of you it would probably take an hour or two to get back to the river easy. Annabelle, do you, do you know what a cleric is? Um, well, they, the, the preachy people by the temple. A lot about faith. It's all over he- here. Those, those people?
2: Yeah, those people. Well, that's what I am. And where, before the cave, where did you live?
0: We, we lived in Rangio many, many years ago. It was very, very little. I barely remember um, some people that lived there. Um, it's it's hard to remember. It was so long ago. Mom, Mama says we can't go back there anymore. She says bad bad people are there, and they they're gonna try to hurt us. But then they came to the cave.
2: Well, you're gonna be okay. We're gonna take care of
0: you. What do What do you mean? I don't know what to do. My my dad died in defense. My mom told me of Rangio when the original demons came and slaughtered everybody, and he—he he was very brave. But but now he's gone. Mama, Mama's gone, and all my brothers and sisters. I don't know what to
2: do. I know your dad. He was a—he was a great warrior, very, very brave. I'm gonna need you to be like him, okay?
0: I can—I can try.
2: Okay. Have you ever ridden a horse? No. Would you like to?
0: You have horses? Yes. Where, where are we gonna go? I don't wanna leave Mama alone.
2: We're gonna check on your mom, okay? But first we need to make sure that you're safe. There's
0: nowhere safe, Mama told me that.
2: You'll be safe with us. Where Where are you gonna take
0: me? Where, where are we gonna go?
2: We'll take you to the capital, to Dementos.
0: That's so far from there, away. I know.
2: You said the cave's not very far from here, right? Wasn't too long ago?
0: I... I've been running... The, um, I, I think it's that way. And she's pointing towards Ranjo, which you all know. Not the right way. <sighs> Can I insight check her? Sure. It, the story sounds super feasible. The... What's going on you're wondering more about this cave. Like I'm sure you're sure that word got out to come to Demathos to be safe. Why would they stay in the middle of the woods? Something might not be right here. Just for an instance in front of you, the the little girl looks like her skin turned gray for a second. You know, something's up. I'll say it's going to be okay.
2: I'm going to take you to Demathos. I have a couple friends in the shadows. They're
0: going to go and see about your mom and your brothers. Start walking towards her. In your mind, you hear a very deep, gravelly voice, and it says, So you know. And this little girl jumps at you, and is going to take two swipes. Xandra, you see this little girl jump on Martin as she swings out. The, her hands look to grow, and... Little claws are coming off of them now. The first strike, Martin gets his arm up fast enough and just deflects the blow at the wrist, but the second one claws him across the chest. So you see her rip at Martin. You see blood trickling from his chest now as it opens up. Martin, she's changing form in front of you, and as she jumped on you, she's way heavier than she looks, man.
1: Release the arrow.
0: She's clawing at Martin, rips open his chest. All of a sudden, you hear the telltale of an arrow and one of them spikes her in the shoulder a little bit as she's still in the middle of this transformation. She's growing very large at this point. Another arrow comes and hits in the shoulder. This one gets her off of Martin as the full transformation comes up. She looks like a giant frog creature spikes coming out of her head spikes coming out of her shoulders and her arms are like an ape where they touch the ground while she's standing up straight on these short stubby but very strong legs i'm gonna go into a rage step forward and try to stab it with my trident you get up off the ground and with your trident in your hand you charge at this thing you stab out and it's gonna be a true strike right in the side as it hits, the slide moves slightly. It just seems to skip off of its skin. It seems like the skin is almost made of stone. Pull it back and try to lunge forward for another attack. Realizing this, you aim more straight true right to the center mass as you drive forward, and it does pierce this creature. Uh, as you strike out, it pierces. As you pull it out, it's not like it bleeds, but little like pieces seem to fall off the skin and fall to the ground as it's still growling. It runs at you again as it scratches your skin again but you were ready for it you backed up but as you back up it lunges forward and takes a bite at your neck alicia from where you're seeing sitting you see this thing take two arrows after scratching at martin martin gets up goes a stab the first stab seems to deflect off of his skin the second one goes into his belly as it does the thing comes forward swipes twice scratches martin across the chest again and now bites into his shoulder So Martin, as you strike out at this thing, you see just out of the corner of your eye as Alicia breaks the crest, the the beast itself does not see her. She jumps up, drives both daggers into the back of this thing and it screams out. You can see a hint of red energy going from the the point, what looks like the point of impact, all over Alicia's body as she inhales and sighs and then draws her daggers out again
1: disengage and try to get as far away from her as possible
0: so alicia jumps back you see this martin and she starts moving back to the forest line but she's not you know you've been in battle with her before you too xandra you know that she's just trying to get into the forest line to get a better attack for next strike use some of my movement to move where i'm more of an angle you make the forest line on the left like i said even if it was You know, tough terrain, it's you, and you've been in the woods for more than an hour. You come across to the side and you have a clear shot on this. In your field of vision, as you're concentrating, you see like a yellow aura form on this thing, and you can feel that you sense its presence better. And then I will draw back and let two arrows go. Two more arrows pierce it. One of them pierces into his left eye, and It's like red, black liquid starts flowing out. It must be a blood source. Martin, you see, you know, you saw Alicia go back in. You knew Zandra was behind you, but all of a sudden from your left side, you see two arrows strike this, one in the shoulder, one in the eye. And like I said, deep enough, it doesn't stop this thing from coming, but now it's pouring out liquid out of its eye. That's Uh, I I'll circle
2: around to the right, staying within melee range, just to give him a clearer shot. And uh, I'm gonna say rise. And my shield jumps off my back, starts orbiting my body, and then I'll uh, lunge forward with
0: another strike. So you go to strike out and it literally just moves slightly as your your trident comes by. You are right there by its face almost. That's how far you went through your reach. I'll I'll spin, like kind of turn around to the right.
2: And I know it's not a slashing weapon, but I'll I'll bring the trident
0: around and down and kind of hit it inside the head with it as you spin to the right you come through you realize that you could set easier if you just slide your hand slightly so as you're coming through the spin you choke up a little bit on your trident and you go to go at the neck and you stab it between the shoulder blades now you're seeing the same liquid pouring from the back of this thing as it screams out and arches it turns around and it's going to swing at you the first swing is going to miss it's about time the luck ran out of this but it will bite at you and the bite connects into your other shoulder with stump you feel the burning sensation of this bite as it releases and as you glance over your shoulder you could see your veins start having a black ichor flowing through them you saw two more arrows hit this thing it you saw it get hit in the eye as a splash came forward and now the liquid's flowing down you saw martin spin uh, pretty much in between you and this creature and drive his t- uh, try to into its back and now you're seeing this reddish black ichor coming out of its back as well and then the creature tried to swing twice at martin both of the swings miss as martin parries him and dodges out of the way but as he dodges he leaves his neck a little open as the creature again bites into his neck from the angle you're at you can see the veins on both his left and right shoulders and it's starting to move down his back is this black stuff.
1: New attempt to attack him.
0: You come up as you see Martin get bit. You know your adrenaline's on high as you're focusing in on this creature. You drive your daggers into its back and just instinctually pull out and away. And as you do... You open up from the spinal cord to each edge of this thing as it just pours out this red and black ichor on the ground. Martin and Alicia, you see this. It's starting to steam, so you take a step back as this thing falls to the ground, takes its last breath, and you see this black ichor literally starting to seep into the ground. Alicia, you get a sense that that's what's in Martin.
1: I'm going to run up to Martin so I'll give this to you now. As
2: she does that, Martin is deep in a rage and he is, I, I, I try to shrug her off and I am just stomping and kicking and just
0: trying to destroy this
2: thing entirely.
0: So as Martin is stomping and kicking, you see a feather fall from nowhere on his left side. It turns gray and lands on the ground. And as it does, you see this orange glow Martin gets very very warm like a blazing flyer just kicks up and as it subsides you see that all the black is gone
1: oh thank god as I back away is he still in his rage at that point then or no
2: oh fuck yeah like I, I I hate being misled and I'm taking all of my frustration out that I have for Emoga and for everything that's happened on this creature and I'm just stomping it into a very fine paste.
0: Okay, you're stomping, you're stabbing, and as you're doing this you know, it's starting to turn into a pasty, taffy mess One stab though, you hit it in the head, and you hear a loud TINK! And it doesn't sound like bone, you know what that sounds like I'm very far gone, but everybody hears a ting. I think it even stops you like you expect to hear the bone crush and the gravel sound that normally happens as your trident pierces through skull and bone and sinew. That ting, though, was more like metal on glass. Zandro, you scan the forest line ready for anything else. And as you see nothing else coming forward, ready again for something. You know, it just doesn't seem like a single creature would be out here by itself, but you're walking up to the group. I reach down, pick up the head, what's left of it. You reach down and, you know, you put your hand in the head. You know, why would you try to take it off at this point? You're going to have to, I think your curiosity's overcome you. And as you pull your hand out, the size of a chihuahua, perfect opal is in your hand.
2: Kind of hold it, shake the gunk off, and then hold it up. Hmm. And I'll
1: toss it to Alicia. I am going to examine this.
0: Alicia, they don't make opals like this. This is perfect. In your estimation, it's probably worth somewhere between twenty and 40,000 gold. Not saying anything.
2: Just going to walk back towards the horses.
1: Uh, I'm going to pocket it and head back towards the horses. I'm going to take one last look
3: around, see if I see anything, and then make my way back to the horse.
0: As you look around, Xandro, you don't see anything out of the ordinary, but to... It calms your nerves when you see a squirrel because it looks like the wildlife that wasn't here that got you guys on edge in the first place is seems to be coming back. Okay. Xandral's uh, with you, so you get back to your horses and you know which way the road is. This is pretty thick forest. You could injure your horses if you try to ride them through. Do you want to continue walking them?
3: Yeah, might as well.
1: Yeah, I suppose so.
3: What's the deal with an opal in that thing's
2: head?
1: I know. no clue and i've never seen an opal like that before
2: i don't know i've never never encountered anything like that but i figure you like shiny things alicia
1: so yeah i will add it to the collection <sighs> fucking little bitch what not you you're still upset about that uh, little girl tricking you she didn't trick me attempting to trick you Attempting to deceive you
2: Ah yeah, well deceitful people and me don't sit too well anymore where do you think that thing came from who knows where does everything else come from these days? The portal. Maybe. Well, it wasn't a demon. What was it? So
3: I'll look at Alicia and say, well, it looked kind of like a slot, but not one I've ever seen. Could be a type of one that I just never have seen, but it certainly was not a demon.
1: You really would not like to run into one of those things again. I mean, it wasn't really that bad. Could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been you could have not used your feather and had that black ooze running through your body still. My feather? What do you what do you mean? Wait, that wasn't you? What? There was a feather. It fell from the sky and out of nowhere and just turned grey and you started heating up and the black ooze that was flowing in your veins just disappeared. It, it was a yellow feather that just fell from nowhere turned gray and you just started heating up and the black ooze just disappeared
0: I mean I I felt something but I don't know I'm not sure what it was Martin you look down at your arm and you look at your feathers and the feathers are moving they seem to be larger than the last time you looked at them they almost look like they did when you originally had the tattoo before they all fell out <laughs> You can assume that maybe it fell from that patch and maybe your goddess had lent you a hand, but like you said, you don't know exactly what happened. As Martin's doing this, Zandro, you hear like a thousand footsteps ahead of you and you know you're getting close to the road. Uh, Hold up. Do you hear all that? It's in the distance, but it's towards the direction of the road.
1: That doesn't sound good. Anybody got any ideas here? I, I can't make heads or tails of this. It would probably a good idea
2: to get eyes on, but if it's not anyone good, we don't want to get caught. So we
3: should sneak up there?
2: I mean, either that or maybe we could climb a tree and if they have torches or something, we could get some idea. I
1: don't know. Well, I am looking around seeing a big enough tree. I will put on my boots and just walk up the tree.
0: Okay, you find a good-sized pine ahead. You hand the reins from your horse over to Zandro, and you walk up this tree. As you get to the top, you can see where the forest crests. You can actually see Crystaldale. It's really far away, but now the lights are glowing again, so you can make it out. The sun is starting to crest over the eastern mountains, and... It's making it dark, so it makes it really easy to see the colors. And it looks like you're about a 1,000 yards, maybe a little bit more, away from where the forest breaks, which is where you would assume the road would be. All
1: right, I'm going to run down, or I guess walk back down the tree. Um, so we're give or take about a 1,000 yards away from where I'm assuming the road is. I can see Crystal Dale out there, or the lights from Crystal Dale, but it's... I mean, it's out there, you can't really make much out. I can try to sneak up and use the shadows as cover and see if I can't get a closer view of what the footsteps up there might be. How far do you think Crystal Dale is? You no, know, So miles, miles away. Like I said, I can barely make it out. It's just some lights. Here's my issue. I'm worried about getting caught.
2: If they are, let's say an enemy force moving toward
1: the Mathos,
2: The three of us might be able to outpace them and get there first.
1: Problem is if they're not friendly, we can't just go prodding up with our horses. And we can't really bring those with because they're going to make a lot of noise while trying to sneak up to see what they are.
2: No, I mean, we could, that's what I'm saying. We don't go see what they are. We just, we know about where the road is. We can basically run parallel to the road until we get ahead of them.
1: You think we're going to be able to run through this thick forest? We'd have to leave the horses. Why don't Watch you it. stay with the horse?
3: We'll go sneak up there and see what we can find out.
2: Okay. If
3: You think you can do it without getting caught? I think we could. It's worth a try. I don't think we'll make it through the forest fast enough to get ahead of them. Okay. I'll wait here then.
0: Uh, Zandro and Alicia, you take off into the woods.
3: I'll cast Pass Without a Trace.
0: You both run very expertly through the woods, not making a sound as you are doing full force. You get up closer to where the road is and you both creep up to the edge and you see as far to the left as you can see blackness, as far to the right as you can see blackness as this demon army seems to be marching down the road. You're getting ready to try to go back to Martin. To tell them what's going on. And you see in the middle of this. Yelling out instructions. Giving points and telling them what to do. Is the cleric Amuga. Riding horseback.
3: So he's he's just giving them instructions. To keep marching up the road. Or does he mention where they're going. Or nope, he's let's just go north. Keep, let's...
0: He's yelling things like keep up. Keep it in line. Keep pace. We need to get there. He's not saying where. He's not giving anything else away.
3: So nothing nothing important. <laughs> no,
0: but this is like a thunderous movement, and you cannot count how many <clears throat> demons there are here. There's larger demons walking through this. You see things that look like the pictures of books that explain hell and what's there. As you're marching along, you just see this whole thing, and it, it's enormous. It's coming from the direction of Rangio towards Dimethos.
3: I'll just kind of hand signal, like, let's go back, you know? Yep. And turn around and head back.
0: Just as stealthily, you guys take off. At one point, Alicia, a little snap of a twig, but it doesn't seem like anybody followed you into that, and you make it back to where Martin is.
2: Yeah, we don't want to cross that. What do you mean? What'd you see? All
3: kinds of demons. Lots of demons. What? Lots and lots and lots of demons. Which way are they going? Heading towards Demathos.
1: From what looked like Rangio. Fuck, we gotta go. Yeah, we do. I, I don't even care.
2: I'm jumping on the horse, throw light on my trident, and I'm hauling ass through the woods.
3: Yeah, jump on the horse and go.
0: Yeah, got no choice. At first, it's a little rocky, but you all gain control of your mounts, and you ride off hard. As the forest turns... You turn with the edge of the forest as you come to the outside of it, and you ride across the plains. You're getting closer to the Mathos. You can see it ahead. Dale is becoming bigger in the sky, as you can see that as well. And as you look back behind you, way down the road, you don't see anything at all. It seems like you got ahead of these things. As you get hit with a net, you throw it off, and you look behind you, and you see six... They look familiar, like crewmen off of the Faithful Sailor, coming at you, short swords drawn and running at you as one of them looks to have thrown a net at you. They seem to have been waiting for you, and as they spring there, what they thought was a trap, you guys just take off to Demethos. You ride in, and you're coming closer to the gate. You can see them trying to open the gate, but it doesn't look like they're going to get it open before you get your horses up there. You slow down at the last minute, get off the horses, and bring them in. And you see these guards, and they're just, you know, finishing opening the door nonchalantly. I ride the horse directly into the city. So you wait on your horse until the doors are parted, and then you ride through. Uh, Yelling as I pass through,
2: ready the guards! Deimos' army approaches! And I'm riding riding for the palace.
3: I'll ride in and uh, move to... Like, if there's a watchtower, I'm assuming, near the front gate, or the gate we just came through?
0: You can see back out through the parted gate still. The the guys are opening the gate like they're finishing opening it up before they close it again.
3: And do I see anybody coming?
0: You barely make out the six guys. Because you're an elf, you can kind of see them in the field coming through the grassy plain. I'm more worried about... Demons coming. You hear somebody at the top of the tower say, "Open the doors all the way. There's more people coming." As these group of guys are running into the city now.
1: I'm gonna nonchalantly just kind of walk in, turn around, and watch these guys coming at us. I'm gonna go kind of stand by one of like the biggest guards I can find and just watch the guys come at me.
0: You see a red flare in your eyes as one of the guys is highlighted. Instinctually, you put your hand on your dagger. And it is in position to be used. Apparently, the silver mother has marked one of the approaching people. Oh,
1: God. I am going to now kind of make it so that they can see me as I'm going to kind of go for like an alleyway or something down try to somewhat loosen, but make it so that they know where I'm coming, so I can kind of pick off the one I need to.
0: As they run in, one of them gets grabbed by one of the guards. The other guards try to grab at them just to talk to them, but they run by. Xandra, if you're not doing anything, they're going to run by you. They just continue running into the city. And as they do, they seem to split up. Uh, a group of two heads towards you, Alicia. One of them is the person you're supposed to kill. And they follow you into an alleyway. They don't see you duck behind and obviously don't see you because they're making a a display of looking around, checking for doors, looking through this alleyway. They both come near where you're hiding.
1: Yeah, I'm going after the one that I marked with my daggers.
0: You jump out from your hiding spot. You take them both by surprise as you do a spinning, almost whirlwind attack with both your daggers pointed in different directions. As you strike the target you intended to hit in the chest, you just expertly hit the one behind you in the back, and both of them fall limp in the alleyway.
1: Check for pulse on both of
0: them? Uh, As you go to check a pulse and get down, you see your special daggers glowing. You check for a pulse on both of them, but you're not feeling one, but this dagger's still glowing, pulsating.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take it and I'm going to make a small incision in the head of in the head kind of hidden by the uh, hidden in the hairline
0: you go up behind his ear and you pull his hair away and as you start making the line the dagger itself glows and you are overwhelmed as you thrust the dagger deep into his head. When this happens, the spider legs seem to spread out and grab on as you feel a pulsing energy when all of a sudden it stops and it goes back to its original form, not the spread out leg form, but just the curled leg form. You can feel that this dagger has drained this person of all their blood as you put it back in your in, in its scabbard.
1: I am going to go up the wall, use a couple of rooftops and come out of a different alley to make it look like that wasn't even me in
0: that alley. As you get up on the rooftop, you do see that group of guys, other guys that came in. It seems like the guards are rounding them up. You see in the distance as Martin is riding up his horse up the stairway to the palace. Martin, you are approaching the palace, and the guards are trying to wave you, whoa, 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 with the horse.
2: Right as I I near the top where it levels out, I'm jumping off, running past
0: them. I'm looking for the queen. The Queen comes to meet you. She's heard of the this commotion. Somebody came to find her and as she comes, she's like,
3: What's going on, Martin?
0: They're coming. They're coming now.
3: Who? The orcs?
2: No. The demons. They're on their
0: way now. She turns around.
3: To the wall! To the wall!
0: Starts shouting orders. I take off running toward the wizards. You take off running, one of the guards is like holding the reins of your horse looking around like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Queen's inside yelling, people are getting ready, you hear armor moving weapons being drawn and you head down the stairs you make it to the wizarding tower so as you go try to go through the door you get hit with force energy and it knocks you flat on your
2: butt i start beating on the door
0: okay uh finally the door opens and the the slide on the door opens and you see eyes and they're like what can we do for you they're coming the army's coming now i need your help
2: who Who is the strongest among you?
0: We can all come. Hold on. And he gets, he turns around, he starts yelling as he opened in a door, and you see like a bunch of wizards now running towards you. Like, what army? What are you talking about?
2: The demons are coming now. I need whoever among you is strongest. I need them
0: now. Uh, The old guy who's dealt with you before is like, Martin, calm down. I'm I'm here. Where do you, what do you need? I, I sling my
2: pack off real quick and I pull out the weather control orb. And i'll say here take this i I don't know if you remember back before everything we had the weird weather occurrences figure out how to use this and hit them as hard as you can this controls the weather
0: i'll i'll try thank
2: you and i'll
0: take off running you found the guard post you're up
3: on it just keep a lookout for when i see the demons coming
0: you're looking out to see when the demons are coming and Behind you, you can hear these people now. Martin, you're you're hearing this away as you're running back towards the wall. They're like, no, you don't understand. Martin needs to die. It's all his fault. If he dies, this is all over. And as you come around the corner, you see your old crewmates being taken away. Uh, Lisha, as you nonchalantly look over the rooftop after seeing all this happen, you see Martin come back. You see the same thing. Uh, I just kind of look around and not seeing either of them. Fuck. I turn around take out running back toward the wizard's tower uh alicia you see him like stop yell fuck and turn around and start running
1: i'm gonna go run to catch up with him because it seems like he knows the plan
0: okay as he's coming back uh, alicia you see alicia walking down literally down a wall as she pops up and sees you you're running up from the gate and you look up on the right hand side as you're running you see alicia literally running down the wall alicia as you're running down the wall to your left you see martin come around the corner and ask where you need me I don't know I don't really have a plan oh well I'll just stick around so you think of one okay uh you end up back at the There's it, wizards are passing you now heading to the wall to help out and you get to the where the wizarding tower is
2: going to the teleporter.
0: uh you go in the teleporter room and it doesn't seem there seems to be one wizard that's standing guard here and uh, he looks like he has his hands over two runes watching the door and as you come in it looks like he jerks towards it and then stops and goes Martin, what what are you doing? I need to get to Crystal Dale. Go.
2: Oh, it's uh, the teleporter's open. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just run through.
0: You guys pop up in Crystal Dale, and there's a bunch of people here, and it looks like life is starting to move again, and people are working on buildings and stuff.
2: I stop for a second, turn to Alicia as she comes through.
0: Alicia, I, I know there are a lot of people up here working.
2: Find anybody that can fight, send them back to the city. Done. And I'll take off running toward where the Sightstone is.
0: about an hour passes you you're dead sure you weren't that far in front of them in fact you can't even hear the marching of the army
3: oh goody i'm assuming there's guards up here with me sure i'm gonna tell them to keep an eye in that direction climb down i'm gonna either go look for the horse and or one of these two
0: uh you're gonna find the horses first they're in by the Iron Fist Inn, there's a stable behind, and it seems like one of the stable boys there was called to bring them over. You do see one of your horses, you could tell by the mark and brand on its rear hide, that it's from the Orc encampment.
3: I'm going to take the horse, go out the gate, and head back the way we came.
0: They'll open the gate, and Xander you ride off on the horse, and you go down where the bend ends, and as you crest the bend... Alicia, you find the five people here that can still fight. They're heading back towards the portal. Martin's nowhere to be seen. Martin, you're near the stone. What are you doing?
2: So after running as hard as I can all the way here, these last few steps are very slow and measured, and I'm saying a mental prayer to Arlen to let this idea at least bear some sort of fruit. And I walk up, close my eyes, and I place my hand on the orb. You feel
0: the heat it almost like you can feel the glow itself and it seems to penetrate you a little bit but it doesn't have any effect and you don't I mean you can hear a slight magical hum you're getting new to this cleric thing and like I said you could feel the energy coming off of this
2: as I'm holding it
0: Adam no reply just the heat and the vibrations Adam
2: mother you can hear me I need your help Arlen
0: Jandar, if any of you can hear me, we need your help. You feel a calmness as you jerk back and your eyes close. You have a vision, and it's a deer running through the woods. Behind it, its baby is following. As a hunter levels its bow and shoots an arrow, the bigger deer goes down. The baby runs away. You see a cycle again. It's almost the exact same place, but the trees are bigger, the grass is different, the plants are a little a little shifted, a little different, the colors are off. As you see, a big deer and a little deer walking the same path and you get an essence that that big deer was the small deer that you saw before. And another arrow hits it. You see the cycle three or four times and then you come out of this trance.
1: Uh,
2: can I do a religion check to see if this is maybe some sort of of story like related to Arlen or something along those
0: lines. Sure. It's hard to tell. You almost feel like it's don't repeat the mistakes of the past. You're not sure you have it though. Like that's how you feel a little bit, but you know that you might not be where you're you're not probably understanding it the way you need to. I'll take my hand off back away and turn and
2: take off running back toward the teleporter
0: alicia you see martin coming towards the teleporter
2: i got everyone i could okay well let's get back see what's going on actually i want to go to the edge and look over and use my eagle sight ability okay to to scan everywhere
0: uh you start scanning everywhere and all of a sudden you zoom in by the coast It's a while away from the wall as you're seeing the single file line of demons and shadow demons, devil figures on the coastline. You definitely see a MOGA on the coastline as things are marching and they seem to be going underneath Crystaldale, but there's no way for you to see underneath.
2: Uh, I'll head back toward the teleporter then.
0: You head back towards the teleporter and you and Leisha go in the teleporter. The camera pans out. And our listeners that understand the arcane arts are seeing a glyph of dispel magic being drawn out by the figures of the demons, and that's where we're going to end it. Motherfucker. (laughs) I'm Keith. You can follow me on Twitter
2: at Omolvusurper. Also, we've been doing a lot of interesting... Questions, posing interesting questions on our Facebook about various different guilds that you would see in a and D setting, thieves' guilds, assassins' guilds, masons, and if you would like, go on there and give us a little feedback. You know, tell us how guilds like these generally work in your games. Everybody has original ideas, so maybe some of
1: your ideas can meld with ours, and you know, we'll put them to work in our games. Sorry, guys, I was posting to our Instagram account, which you can follow at. Bros and Dragons. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Go check out our friends at Dungeons and Dragons and see what they're up to. It is a very good podcast.
0: You can follow me at Bros Old Guy on Twitter. You can follow us all on Twitter and Facebook at Brosand Dragons, all one word. You can send us emails at BrosAndDragons at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on the show and you have a charity that you want to promote or you do something nerdy and creative or have your own other podcast, we do crossovers all the time. We'd love to have you on. Again, contact us at BrosAndDragons at gmail.com. You can also contact us on our website, www.BrosAndDragons.com. We have a contact, uh, contact section there where you can send us a message. You can also go over to the store and look around. We do uh, dice bags and a t-shirt right now, but we're looking to expand that. But obviously, you need to sell a few of those to be able to make more products. You can support us by telling people about us, sending hashtag Dragons all one word out on Twitter. Use it on Facebook. It works there as well. Uh, If you'd like to become a producer on the show, you can head over to Patreon.com forward slash Dragons. This episode is brought to you by one of our producers, Adam Farber. If you donate at least one dollar, it'll make you onto the producers list and you will be able to get content that goes on there as well as our unedited episodes, different things that we're putting on there. The podcasts uh, out of character and Bros and Dragons get released the minute they're done editing which usually comes out to be three, four, almost five days ahead of when they're scheduled to be released, so you can hear them early. we like you guys to go over and uh, jump on to wherever you listen to your podcast and check out Destiny Street Podcast. They talk about Destiny all the time. Saying, learn you some Destiny. I don't know, I think that's kids speak for talking about Destiny or learning about it. Check them out, give them five stars. Give us five stars and rip on us, because giving us five stars, you've earned the right to rip on us. And believe me, these guys can take it. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at I doc. You can send me posts and talk to me, send me uh, what they call DMS on Twitter or even a message on our Facebook page or any social media. I will get back to you. I will respond if you tell me about that. But as always, I want to tell you to keep it nerdy and live your dream later. Is that, is that a better later Keith? Yeah, much better. <laughs> First, and it took you long enough. How's everyone? Hi, everybody. We have two people that I can see in chat. Hello. What's Hi. up? So
2: you don't hurt my feelings now.
0: Good. Like well, you have feelings. I do. Where? One. It's in a the butthole. <laughs> <That, laughs> uh, they make medicine for that, and that's called a hemorrhoid. That's why right. they call him Doc. Cause he knows uh, stuff like that. Yeah, well, you know, it's stuck <laughs> in the military. What do you want me to do? I've probably seen more All buttholes right. and dicks than I ever wanted to. So, <laughs> great. So, what happened last time? Why
2: is so? What if your one true love died because Martin messed up and stained the started the apocalypse?
0: Why is Defina such a bitch? Oh, I didn't read. I read. And it. then there was how about <laughs> a giant worm? Then so what if your one true love? died because Martin messed up and started the apocalypse with an actual question mark. I like that one.
2: I've got a bone to pick with Defina If we, if we see each other again, I've, <laughs> oh, I'm sure you I've been pre-gaming this argument. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pre-gaming an argument with a fictional character. Yes, I
0: know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Daniel wrote little red Riding Hood is coming to assassinate you.
2: <laughs> nice <laughs> see if he only knew what was going on in my game it would be so much scarier <laughs> <laughs> fucking suicide dwarves
0: Um, just for funsies let's get a set of initiative rolls oh, oh just for funsies just, just for funsies well then I rolled
1: whatever I want to roll cause it's fun 21 oh I missed
0: come on <laughs> And Dan says he would go full Papa Bear on that shit, end quote. Allegedly,
2: a little girl, and allegedly lived in a cave down by the river.
0: <laughs> Your crying's making me laugh, Doc. This is how I call Way it a word. I'm just just saying. This is exactly what I do. <laughs> <laughs> she said a couple assholes started the whole thing a couple years ago.
1: Just kidding. Fuck you, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I wish she would have said
2: that.
1: Oh, I
3: well, wish she would
2: have said that. Uh, I'm sorry, but your mom's a dumb bitch. <laughs> fuck you. I hate these bastards. What is fuck. it? I know what the fuck it is. What is it? It's a fucking
0: slot. It's, yeah. Do you know what kind? It's probably a death. What color? Gray. Death slot. It is a death slot. <laughs> God damn it. It looks a little hurt. It Like emotionally? Yeah, like more pride and getting caught. Uh, Somebody said, yeah, this is not surprising. The the Red Riding Hood was the real villain. And then the children's story never describes her as that ugly. This is so much better. Uh, No wonder why Alicia wants to get in Martin's loincloth. Probably my favorite one. And it's about damn time his feather did something. <laughs> Agreed. And somebody just said he's like a talkative version of the Night King. He, he could be a <laughs> Steven. Why do we call him the Night King? Did anybody even ask him his name? Never mind. It's a whole other conversation. Uh,
2: that's how uh, Game of Thrones in. John asks him what his name is, and he's just like, you know what? Thank you for asking.
0: And he goes back home. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted was a little recognition, man. I'll take my armies and get out of here. <laughs>
3: Test, test, testing, test the test level. What do you mean you
0: don't like nipples? (laughs) This has been a Bros and Dragons production